Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McKay, bring on a guest to talk to them about a video game that is special to them from their past. And if you've listened to the show, then you'll know that we talk as mu- to our guests about uh, what made playing the game special, but also we dive in to what they loved about it and the context around how they fell in love with it for the first time. A uh, little bit of housekeeping up top is that we're on social media so check us out there you can engage with us see the cool art i make learn about our guests uh truly anything you can dream of um it's a huge promise and i'm going to commit to it right now uh, you can check us out on instagram at call me by your game pod and then on twitter at call me by your game but there's just one y so that's b-y-o-u-r um and uh if you want to support the show whether you're just hopping in today uh, and you want to make a big promise to us or you've been listening for a while, um, you can do that a few ways. You can rate and review us in the Apple Podcast Store. Uh, that helps our visibility. Uh, and if it's a nice uh, rating and not uh, you know ruthless in any way um, or bigoted, I'll even read it on the show. You can also share the show with a friend, whether they love video games or have a special connection to the one we're talking about today. And lastly, you probably heard an ad for it at some point, but check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. That's where myself, producer Jeremy Schmidt, and um, July Diaz, the three amiibos, as we are affectionately known, uh, bring you weekly uh, just gushes of content um, that you can find there, including our Legend of Zelda Games Club series this year. That's it for the housekeeping of the show. And I will finally introduce our guest for the day, so please welcome actor Baker, and if you've ever been around him, you know he's a fun maker. Artoon Nazareth, welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you, thank you for having me, Connor. Excited to to be here. 
Well, hey, I'm excited to have you here. Um, this is great. This is, uh, you know, we're technically not in the same room. I mean, we're literally no. not in the same room. Certainly, certainly not even close. <laughs> yes, not even close. However, I have gotten to see you recently, which what what a joy. wonderful, wonderful. I mean, the biggest smile on my face in years, truly. Oh, I'm so happy. And, and I'm going to take credit for the majority of that smile. I know there were, you know, maybe 50 other people at the pool party and the weather was great, but... That's no, going to me. Yeah, you're taking over 50% of that. Okay, Easy. cool. Easy. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> well, uh, it was so great to see you recently, and this is great to hang out with you now. Um, I know you, of course, through the Los Angeles Improv community. Yeah. Um, you're a wonderful actor, a performer. You, I mean, you are a wonderful baker. That that was not a joke. That's not um, a joke. That's not a joke. Uh, so, Yeah. I was trying to. I was trying to think. I don't know if I can pinpoint like, oh, this is when Connor and I met. But like osmosis, I was like, it almost seems like we've always known each other. Yes, um, and that's honestly how I prefer it. If I can remember how I know someone, I'm probably going to remember how we become uh, not friends anymore. Um, actually, you know, I don't remember meeting you either. Um, so, uh, so I also don't remember. Uh, uh, but I do remember potentially the first time I saw you perform, I want to say it was at like a telephone show. And I, and I think you were maybe on a team with, um, with Andrew Stanton or some, that sounds right. Who, that sounds right. But I, it must've been during like the, the mess hall run that you had with, uh, with like Canuti and Anna and all, yes, and Adrian yes, and all yes, 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 definitely. That was at least when I started performing a lot more. So, Gotcha. Okay, yeah. cool. Story checks out, but I, I remember <laughs> seeing you, and I remember, I have truly no idea how old you are, but I remember perceiving you as very young, if not certainly younger than me, and I was like, this guy's really funny, and he's younger than me, and that's not okay. <laughs> it's tough, because I, I I, feel like I had that phase, and now I'm, I'm on the other side of that. <laughs> <laughs> right there with you, pal. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is unfair because like we lost a year of uh, what I will consider our young faces. Our youth, our youth, certainly. Uh, Pretty, pretty stupid. But I I just remember seeing you perform, and you were so funny. um, And you've you've just been hilarious since. Uh, We we cannot shy away on this show inevitably um, from talking about improv because that's how I know most of of our guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, what do you want the? What else do you do? What do you want the listeners to know about you? Is there anything that you feel like? promoting promoting this early in the show um i guess uh, oh, we, we do a lot of that <laughs> do, good, good 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 um no i mean i i'm an actor and a comedian i feel i feel comfortable saying it you know sometimes people good. shy away it. from it i i'll say it <laughs> um and yeah i bake i do play a fair amount of video games am i a gamer i'll say like yes I, i'll honestly say yes i'm not wow. like i'm not I haven't reached certain levels, but I watch, you know, Twitch streams of games. I watch games live. I support certain esports leagues. Wow! Um, so I, I definitely am in the world. I'd say of gaming. Oh yeah, a very, a very least the sphere, and the we're going to characterize it as that today. Perfect, perfect. Uh, that's that's awesome. Where were you going to continue? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I'm Armenian. I feel like throwing that out there. Hell yeah. You know? Get rep- represent, um, but that's. 
I mean, that's literally my whole life. There's nothing else uh, at all. I got engaged during the pandemic. I was I actually just thinking, I was like, you're betrothed. <laughs> yes, this is, I'm engaged uh, to my lovely fiance, Christina. Congratulations. Who you've you've met in like passing once, right? Certainly, I feel like, yes. yes. I think like, in, honestly, outside of Franklin, maybe after we both had a show. Yes. That tracks, tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But now, now I fully encompassed my life. There's nothing else. Okay, good. Even I was going to say, she's going to listen to that and be like, well, <laughs> you left out something pretty important, bud. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, wonderful. Thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself. Um, we're uh, we're going to dive into pretty soon your history with video games in general. But before we do, would you mind introducing the game we're going to be talking about later during the main event? Of course. Uh, the game in question is Jack 3, the third in the Jack and Daxter series um, for the PlayStation 2. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Um, can't wait to dive into that. I've only ever dabbled in the in the first one, but the fun thing about this show is that I don't need to have played these games because it's mm-hmm. about my guest experience. So that's where we are now. And. I'll actually, let me take this opportunity really quick, if that's okay. okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe over a year ago, episodes, decades of episodes earlier in this podcast, it seems you had a guest on Edgar. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, I think I'm it. slightly familiar. <laughs> and uh, Jack 3 was disparaged. <gasps> is that a word? Or it was, it was <laughs> still Jack and Daxter 1 is the is the the king of jack games sure and i i wouldn't say that my sole purpose of coming on here is to, is to bring <laughs> the glory to jack three and take edgar down but um i do want to uh i've never played the prequels so wow amazing end, uh hopefully someone at some point can come in here and vouch for jack two having only played yes. that one yeah, now we've got to complete the trilogy now that we're doing number three. Uh, I, I sort of like to think of it like uh, like uh, like you're the Arya Stark of this podcast and you're coming to avenge, uh, avenge Edgar's Seasons later, seasons yes. later. Yeah, now while, uh, you know, I do have a surprise for you, um, Edgar, hop on the call. <laughs> um, I wish. I would. Any chance to uh, disparage him on the show is always welcome. Um Happened as recently as our friend, my friend Shireen came on the show, and it was great. So, uh, oh, nice. villain of the show, Edgar Momples here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so excited to get into that. But I, like I said, I want to dive into your history with video games. So I want to, I'd love to begin with, um, if you remember, sort of like the first time you took an interest in video games. The first ever video game experience was I'd wanted a Game Boy Color. All the all my friends in in like, you know, fourth grade or third grade. The like age, I don't remember specifically, mm-hmm. but I remember Christmas, the oh, Game yes. Boy Color came. This was like oh. back when, this was back when Santa was still around too, you know? Oh yeah. And I was like, God, this Santa guy really has my <laughs> back because my parents have been refusing. Uh, but, and then Pokemon Red was my first game. Mm. So good. Uh, like absolutely loved it. And that was like the, that was the beginning I'd say, you know, that was the Genesis. Oh. Um, yeah. That's such a good one games. to kick off with. I feel like a lot of people in our generation that was that it, it, it feels, or at least uh, 
uh, occupies a similar space for them where it's like just unlocked so much. Truly, truly. It's, it's an incredible game. I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's so good. Absolutely. Um, and then I, I'd say I, I went through like the full Game Boy phase. Like I had the color and then the advance. Nice. Uh, which was tight. Uh, because so you couldn't tight. you couldn't put any of the advance. You could put a Game Boy Color cartridge into the advance, but not vice versa. Bingo. And you gotta you know just like these phones, just like everything in this world, you gotta keep up with the times. Oh, um, yeah. And then uh, when I was eight years old, we got a PlayStation Two, and that Ooh. we're we we've jumped the shark at this point in terms of <laughs> <laughs> in terms of how much into video games I ended up getting into. Yes, yeah, so um, this is, this may not be an important question for you, but what's your like sibling situation? Are you an only child? Do you have or did you have an, siblings who like games too? An excellent question. I had uh, two younger brothers, and we okay. all kind of we game together, we played together. Um, like you know, uh, a lot of like uh, you know, you kind of play. We had so I remember the PlayStation Two. This is. It feels so old now, but like you had your own cartridge for like memories. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we each all had our own cartridge or me and my, the middle brother in the situation had our own cartridges and the youngest brother had to share for a while and we'd, we'd like <laughs> kind of go back and forth on them. That's the younger brother experience right that's there. That's the younger, <laughs> younger brother experience. Pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. But, um. No, it, it's such a good question because so much of playing video games, I think, I mean, certainly only children video games are, still have like a huge impact, but I think mm-hmm. that like communal gaming experience is inherent to kind of having siblings. Like we would all play the same game, like sometimes, and like you could, you could play on my save file. Um, yeah. We've had, I've had, again, this like, this doesn't happen. The games these days are too smart to allow this to happen, it seems. Mm-hmm. But like back in the day, you could like, I remember potentially the angriest I've ever been in my life is, uh, <laughs> it's, I think it was for like Ratchet and Clank. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, you you work hard in these games, especially as a as a young kid. They're not as easy, like you know, as they are when you're a little more dexterous with your fingers. Your hands are tiny. Yeah, you can barely wrap it around the console. <laughs> And you put in hours and hours into this game. You only, I mean, we couldn't play during the week. We had a, a weekend only and then, you know, summer holidays. It was oh, crazy. Good times. Good times. Um, and then you'd go and you'd like try to log into your thing and it's gone. Nothing's there. There's only the new game option. Oh, and I remember no. in Ratchet and Clank, this happened and I was so close to the end. And... This happened not only for Ratchet and Clank, but also for, I believe, Pokemon Sapphire. It has happened twice. And oh, no. Each just time, like your save file yes. is just gone? Well, it's not just gone. It's that my brother... <laughs> yes, I mean, here he's it comes. Like, he's like four years old, which like now if, I, like, if I'm like looking at it now and a four-year-old does this, I'm like, they're four. You know? Mm-hmm. They're like... Sure. Whatever. And I, and I was like... This is this is an attack like I've never seen before. Like this is this is a declaration of war. Um, <laughs> it's it was it was truly heartbreaking. What's crazy is I then went and you you just do it all again. You just yes. <laughs> play the full game again. 
Um, but we had we had that happen a couple times. I love that you're uh, saying we had that happen. You're still <laughs> barely placing blame on your four-year-old brother when you really have the agency to do so. Yeah. I'll see if he's listening. Let him know it's not. It's I'm still not fully over it. Okay. Cool. Um, Man. Yeah. But um, no. Yeah. But we played. We played a lot together. We also like you know. We actually, my mom was pretty strict. We didn't have like a lot of like the Call of Duty games sure. or like the Grand Theft Autos or like any of kind of those. So we had like, you know, the Dragon Ball Z like battle game. Like we had a few of those where like, oh, we cool. just, like play each other um, and fight things like that as well. That's awesome. Uh, we, we had a Tyler Schnupp on to talk about DBZ Budokai for oh, the for the PS2 like game. a couple months fantastic ago. Fantastic game. One of our... Like had like a spike in listenership for that one. I think the Budokai <laughs> fans, or it's the Schnup Brigade. Like we, one of the Either two or. are like, yeah, maybe maybe it, it's up. both. It's a combination, but it's a combination. Um, that's that's fantastic. So so you obviously played a lot of PS2 games. Um, mm-hmm. well, I mean, from what you said, you played a few at least. Um, where did where did you go after that? After the PS2, were you did you keep up with the consoles? Did you take any big breaks? Eventually. Uh, kind of down the road, uh, we got an Xbox 360. Especially like there's a there's a point when Halo's the biggest thing in the world, Halo Three, yeah, and uh, as well as like FIFA and like 2K and like mm-hmm. kind of all those games. And then you know we I kind of said goodbye to the like PlayStation era of gaming and said hello to the the Xbox. And it does feel like yes. one's like a childhood and one's like a teenager, you know. Totally. Uh, with the Xbox being kind of, I'd say, the more teenage years. Um, so that was that. And then it kind of... And Halo 3 was huge. I mean, that was that was the end-all, be-all of all games. That was the first and only shooter that we were able to get. Wow. Um, was this... Did, was, was there some, like... like uh, like summit some negotiation with your, your parents? Or was it... Did you sneak it in? How did that happen? It was certainly not... Uh, it was certainly some sort of, we used to do, I mean, my mom would have all of these like crazy systems in place um, <laughs> to kind of <laughs> control and corral us. And I think it's like, like you can, so she used to have this system called the, like the hour system or the point system. Amazing. Where, <laughs> where it's genius. like, if you, so you get, you get two hours of screen time given on the weekends, starting okay. from like Friday, Friday after school, to Sunday night, two hours. She goes, "That's on me." So she's already coming out like she's generous. Oh, she's, she's like so have, smart. She's smart. You go, <laughs> she goes. She goes. You have nothing. Here's my free two hours. And then it's like, if you do, you know, like a certain amount of chores, uh, reading would get you like it. Like you could get a one to one on reading. Okay, which is a good trade. So if, you know, you read for two hours. Bam, you get two hours of screen time on the weekend. Dang, did you? And did you like reading as a kid? I liked reading. So I was I, at a certain point, I broke the point system, whereas my brothers kind of lagged behind a little bit because they weren't as <laughs> interested in the reading. Yeah. And then the, the real key, if we're talking, if I'm min-maxing here, piano was a two-to-one. So if I practice piano for 30 minutes, that's one hour of screen time because you have Whoa. to put a premium on something you really don't want to do. This is literally um, like in a video game where like you can actually break the game. You did it with this hour system. I did it with the hour system because at a certain point then, because they, I believe at some point she was like, and it resets every month. And it was because, you know, I had, I'd had a, I had a monopoly. I had a, at a certain point I was like, I don't need to read or do piano for weeks and I'll be fine. 
<laughs> I could game Friday night to Sunday night nonstop, and I'll, I'll have the time and money to yeah. for it. This is amazing. You were like a like just a, a little mogul with this. Little this little is incredible. The, yes. Um, but it it got it like got, it gets tricky when it's like I want to like watch TV or something, and like it's like you know my mom, I'm like my brother's like I'm just gonna watch, but it's not my TV time. Sure. I'm I'm on his dime right now. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, <laughs> um so I mean it I think it, it worked at first and then I think it kind of got out of hand. As anything that's like this contrived usually does, I feel. Sure. Absolutely. Um what was it? What was it? How did I even get here? You, we, um, we were talking about playing <laughs> Halo 3. Oh, um, Halo. Th- oh. So I think within it was kind of within this time period where it was if I like got enough A's like in like, you know, I think like ninth or 10th grade and like did this and that Halo three was on the market. And I was like, all right, like, you know, oh, if, if this is, if this is the stakes, I'll, I'll see if I can bring home the bacon. And then I think wow. I, I did or, or close enough. My goodness. Uh, congrats. Belated congrats, but congrats well, thank nonetheless. You. Thank you. Thank you. That's incredible. That is, you know, sometimes breaking that sort of, uh, uh, like, that rating not the ratings barrier but like pushing the boundary with your parents could be tough i i feel like we maybe had a similar but different upbringing where my parents were also like very they were conservative content wise and there were like for example my mom was worried about me watching the simpsons because bart didn't treat his parents well (laughs) so (laughs) just to give you an idea so um, yeah yeah, so uh, I, I feel like I can relate to that in some some way as well. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. So did, did you did end you up, have, did you pl- go oh, for it? I was just saying, did you have trouble with like R-rated movies? Was that like a, well, it says you have to be 17 and it's there for a reason. For a while, absolutely. And then I think like in later into high school, that sort of broke away, like a little before I was actually yeah. 17, um, for sure. But no, yeah, my parents were very strict in that way. Uh, mm-hmm. which is no surprise why I'm such a good boy. Um, but, you are a very um, good boy. I've always thought that. <laughs> thank you very much. I do appreciate that. Um, uh, so, okay. So after this sort of era, did you like stick with Cause I know the 360 was big for a lot of people. Did you mm-hmm. keep playing games after that? Maybe like into like late high school into college. Were there any memorable games for you then? I'd say like college things really went uh down like not like in a bad way but like i think Mm -hmm. it's just i was doing a ton of other stuff you know i feel like college was big for mario kart and smash on the uh uh on the nintendo 64 the uh, amazing yes i feel like that was all that was played and it was like late at night with a bunch of friends and a couple beers um and it was amazing but i'd say like outside of that not much not too much gaming happened. Sure. Um, I feel like that's kind of common for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. Even myself included, it was very similar. Like, yeah, my college roommates and I would play Mario Kart 64, sometimes the Wii one. Um, oh, or, nice. Or I might like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we were pretty cultured. Um, I'd sort of <laughs> also like dip back into some wells. Like, I'm a big Zelda fan, so I'd play like an, oh, a yeah. game I'd already played or a Mario Um was there like a after college? Was there so ever like a renaissance for you? Um, yes, and okay. in fact, speaking, you, I mean, th- my, there's so much history that I, I don't even think I can 
fit it all in here. But you, as soon as you said Mario, it immediately reminded me. I had a we had laptops in our high school. Uh, oh, okay. In our in our classes, and I would play uh, Mario sixty four <laughs> on my computer in class, which is not an easy game to necessarily play. Uh, like pretending to pay attention. To pretending to be pay attention. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I played that as well as I, that was like the age of the emulators, where like oh, you so kind of came back into Pokemon, but you could you could speed it up so that you're not biking from Palatown for like a hundred years to get through or whatever. <laughs> yes. Um, but Mario sixty four is just one of the best games of all time, and I'd, I'd be remiss not to mention how much fun I had. Thank you. I can go ahead and check out that off the box. (laughs) He did talk about it so we can air the episode. Uh, I full agreement though. That was like a very formative game for myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I like totally vibe with that. That's cool to hear that you were, uh, I love to hear that you dabbled in those emulators. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you had to, there was also, I remember, um, cause the, even the Mario on, on like a laptop, on like a Fujitsu laptop laptop was like Mm -hmm. through the emulator. And, I remember this one time. I don't know if you ever got this good with it, if you were ever gaming when you shouldn't have been. Of like the <laughs> control alt tab, like switch out of it, you know, as soon as the teacher oh. passes by. And I remember Absolutely. I was playing in math class. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a harrowing story. I thought I pressed it because oh. I got called on to go to the board to like solve some some problem. Um and you know I'm doing it, and honestly, I was like impressed with myself. I felt like good, and like, like kind of heard people laughing. I was like, I don't know, like, am I doing it wrong? But I like finish it. I turn around, and my teacher, Mister Goodrich, <laughs> is sitting at my computer playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> and he That's goes, "That's a funny guy." It's a funny guy, and I'm like. It's like everyone's kind of laughing. I start laughing as well. He's kind of like, shh, 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 I'm concentrating. <laughs> and then he like kind of goes for maybe like 20 seconds. His timing was good. Um, and he goes, oh, I died. Artun, you have detention. <laughs> That's <laughs> so back good. It's so good. I like was, I remember like, like, he was like, I was kind of laughing, kind like not crying, but like kind of crying, laughing, like so, like my face was so flushed red. Yes, kind of in that moment, um, but it did certainly stop it for a while. Uh, sure, I thought I I gotta be, I can't let this happen again because my parents also found out, and it was of course it was not no bad news bears. Oh my goodness, that's like you're also I can imagine being in that. In that moment, it's like you're like um, held in suspense, like you're in between states where it's like anything could happen. Is he going to be positive? Is it going to just blow over? And no, he just roasts you. That's he roasts. Uh, that is. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I would have been bummed to miss that story. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, a very memorable day in tenth grade. Goodness. Um. Yeah. But the shout Renaissance. Shout out to Mr. Goodrich. Shout out to Mr. Goodrich. Um, he was honestly a great math teacher and and a fun guy. Um, so hope he's still doing well. Oh. Um, the Renaissance did happen with uh, PC gaming, I'd say, uh, oh. or like like uh, Steam games. Um, yes. 
because after college, you know, I moved out here, was hanging around, you know, uh, I, I worked a lot of like uh, either early morning jobs or like late at night jobs or in like, you know, comedies at night as well. So I'm in the middle of the day, a lot of nothing to do. And like my roommates were kind of out or whatever. And that's like kind of in my boredom. I was like, oh, like, you know, let me check out games on uh, Steam. Uh, and my friend actually had a like a gaming laptop because um, oh. I just have a Mac, which gets hot if you try to get some of these games going. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I kind of did... This was the run of like I played the Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed games, the Arkham games. Oh wow! Um, kind of like that uh, spell, which was yes. Those games are so good. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, again, remiss not to mention those. Um, and then I'd say the biggest the biggest shift in gaming in my gaming history has been during the pandemic, and I talked to you about this at the party. Yes. I started playing Dota 2, a cancerous game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a game that once infects the body, you cannot stop. Truly, truly no other game. Once I've played this, it's like other games kind of don't do it as much for me now, which is wow. tough. You know, yeah. to be fair, you did sort of turn to me and ask <laughs> if I had played Dota 2 as if, like, I could resonate with the sort of addictive experience that you have. Yes. In the, yes. In the was, pool, you looked really cool. You had solace. shades on. <laughs> yeah. But I was looking for solace in that moment. Yes, you were. And I did not give it to you. <laughs> no, certainly not. No, no, no. Um, but, yeah, it is... I think the reason it's such a good game is because it's... You're playing against other people, which I haven't I haven't done much of, like outside mm-hmm. of like a Mario Kart, like kind of more friendly games, I'd say. Definitely. Like certainly you can get uh, into it, but um, it's like I wouldn't say it's very technically competitive. Sure. Um, Smash Smash can be Smash can be sure yeah. But um, with Dota, it's like the amount of calculations you make on a second to second basis. <laughs> is crazy i mean mm-hmm. i if i'm gaming and like playing i'm trying to think like i recently played the new batman arkham game uh arkham oh. knight maybe like a year ago or two yeah. two years ago i kind of kind of like go brain dead gaming for some of those where you kind of just like walking around you're punching people it's gorgeous <laughs> it's easy it's like you're like yes. all right this is a thing occasionally a difficult challenge or puzzle comes up and you kind of like use your brain a little bit playing dota is like a an active you can't afk uh yeah. play the game you gotta yes. be in it um which is tough but yeah good. it requires a lot of focus you, you said you're making um just like countless cal- calculations like from moment to moment um like how how what are you what sort of calculations are you making in that game like what decisions right. are you doing all right, let me, let me let me break it down for you real quick. So there's Thank you. with with two sides, <laughs> there's the the radiant and the dire, and mm-hmm. they fight to take each other's like ancient, which is like imagine like a kind of like a destroy the flag, destroy the base situation. Gotcha. And the calculations you're making is you're trying to you're always kind of fighting, but at the same time like you're trying to take towers as as the more towers you take the closer you get to the final base Mm. and 
you know, you have to kind of be watching all over the map to see where your teammates are. If there's a fight that's happening, do you teleport into the fight and try to change the tides? Or do you continue at the tower you're at? Or do you just kind of farm for a bit? And by farming, I mean, you know, killing like, uh, like, uh, NPC creeps to get gold so that you can get a new item that will allow you to have a bigger impact in the game sure. 10 minutes from now. Um, there's also 120 characters to choose from. And so you're trying to pick the character, which has four unique spells, and figure out how you're interacting or how those interactions happen with the other pool of characters that are picked from the other team. And you're trying to combo with your teammates as well. You know, like there's a, here's one instance, one potential uh, like interaction. There's a character called Tiny that can throw an, a fellow hero at an enemy. And so you kind of like got a time that right. So like he throws you, so you catch uh -huh. them and like, you know, you use your moves, you know, you get your scream of pain out or whatever, what have you. Uh, and like, this is all happening rapid, rapid, rapid. You know, yeah. it's all, it's all the other players are doing the same exact thing. The joy this game brings you when you're synergized and playing with, I also play with uh, friends. So it's, you know, I'm talking with them on a discord and it's just so, it feels so good. It feels like truly playing a sport. Like it feels yeah. like that, like sweaty like feeling of like yes we did this we did that like passing the ball and like getting a slam dunk or something yeah but you're very you know exactly what getting a slam dunk is like correct yes i i, I mean i know I I, i've <laughs> the amount of dunks i've made <laughs> basketball hoop <laughs> in real life of course are can be counted on on less than in one hand <laughs> Wow, you know, I sort of had I had a good feeling. Um, well, that that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, that sort of like collaboration, the cooperation, um, you mm -hmm. know, is it can be so. I I love when I can actually get dialed into a game like that because it's rare. Because you also have to have like the the time. Do you do you and your friends have like a time you play every week, or is it like um, do you um, just throw out? We'll throw out the, you throw out the text, you know, you throw out the text game, <laughs> yes. question mark, uh, and then you're like 15 minutes, 15 minutes, you're like, all right, all right. Nice. Um, yeah, which is really nice. I love it. So, and that's, that's been your most recent, like, big experience, right? Is Dota, yes. Dota 2? Yes, Dota 2. There's right. no okay. Dota 1. Okay. But I believe there's just Dota 2. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you, you, I'm sold. Um, yes. Well, that is... Absolutely incredible. Um, uh, if you didn't have any other games you wanted to like bring up, we could go ahead and uh, and take our break and then come back and talk about Jack. What do you want to do? I love it. Let's let's do it. Let's, let's okay. Break. Cool. Well, Artoon, I guess I'll see you on the other side. Hello. 
My name is Jeremy Schmidt, and I host a podcast called Video Games, a Comedy Show. We pretend like we are morning radio DJs within the Mushroom Kingdom for exactly five minutes per episode before dropping it all together. We cover topics like our favorite video games to take on vacation, the birthday roast of Mario, favorite Desert Island PS2 games, and infinity more episodes. If you like to hold a controller and are prone to laughter, well then Buster, I've got hours of stuff for you. Check out Video Games, a Comedy Show anywhere podcasts can be found. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, here, of course, to discuss Jack 3 with Artoon Nazareth. Artoon, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Excited to be back. (laughs) I know, it's been so long. Um, Like I told you before, we're going to dive into a little bit of the history and context of this game before we actually talk about your personal experience. And again, if you want to interrupt at any time or, or share some stuff that you think is important, you have that permission. Um, I'll come otherwise, in. I'll get us kicked off. So, it. Jack 3 is an open-world platform, third-person shooter, action-adventure video game developed by Naughty Dog and published by Sony Computer Entertainment for the PlayStation 2. It is the sequel to Jack 2 and the third game in the series. We've already talked about the precursor legacy today. Um, it is picks up after the events of the previous games and the player takes on the dual role of recurring protagonists Jack and Daxter. Um, this is sort of the point where I would actually like to know from you, like g- give us like a brief synopsis of the story here. What are we getting into with these, with these cool cats? With these, with these cool cats. I will drop on you before I get into that. You texted me on Sunday to do. I think so. Okay. So three days ago, in that time, I did download Jack 3 and play through the whole game again to just refresh my memory. Wow. Um, <laughs> I am like, that's never a requirement of a guest. Uh, listener, I hope you know. I don't tell him you can't come on the show if you don't do this, but uh, job well done. It didn't, it didn't feel like a requirement, but I was like, you know, it has been a while. And like, I was like, my memory is a little fuzzy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just download it and see it. I, it was, I mean, it was, Quick. I, I think I fi- finished it in seven or eight hours. Um, Not bad. Which fe- which I know it sounds like a long time, but I, you know, a couple of late nights and that's bang, bang, and you're bang. you're done, baby. Done. And I'm done. Um, but no, yeah, the, the storyline follows Jack and Daxter. They, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, they're so cool. Now I was like, whoa, like this, <laughs> like little rat, like the Otzel, uh, Daxter, yes. is like a... Horn dog one liner, like like every <laughs> every scene has him saying something like either corny or like lewd, and I was like, whoa, did I catch this as a kid? Was yeah. I just like he's so funny? Um, <laughs> Two th- that's like a uh, two thousand four baby. It, it was so he, you know, he's playing like a little like weasel type of character. Yeah, but uh. There was one line in particular that I was like, there's no way I clocked this at 10 years old. Sure. Um, where he was like, uh, you know, like, can we like go to the beach, you know, hang out with a couple of girls wearing bikinis. I can get a funny tingling. He pauses in my tail. And I was like, <laughs> what? That's pretty overt. Um, it's pretty overt. But I think probably as, as a kid, I was like... <laughs> That weasel's so funny. Um, <laughs> Seriously. Not not knowing anything. Um, yeah. But yeah, the game, you're... 
I remembered almost none of the story playing through it again this time. Okay. The things I did remember, I guess what like the about the game, there's one gun called the Peacemaker that I remember <laughs> thinking, damn, what a cool name for a gun, uh-huh. which now I'm like, God, <laughs> just so insane. So like, violent. Uh, so violent it's like is it is it supposed to be like such a powerful gun that there will not be fighting after this is shot sort of thing correct correct gotcha the the peacemaker it you shoot it and this is a homing missile essentially (laughs) that will find and destroy whatever target is in front of you wow you get very low ammunition for it um i'm thinking wow and the other uh cool part of the game that i remembered is like you there's a desert area and like a city area. Um, and I remember mm-hmm. the city area, there were like hover cars that you could pilot. But it was, you know, I never played the Grand Theft Auto games. Oh. But you would just be able to steal these hover cars from whoever was driving <laughs> it. And I remember thinking, hell yeah. <laughs> get out. Yes. Get out of that car. We need it for a mission. Um and so yeah. it felt very fun doing that. That's cool. Uh, that, and I feel that like, brought back some nostalgia. Um, uh, you know, now we, we, we're in an era with like, there's so many open world games where you can do whatever you want. Um, you can you can use any vehicle, you can pick up any weapon. But I think for a game back then to even have just like a a small part of it, you be able to interact with so many, you know, cars as options and steal these like hovercrafts. It was probably unique at the time. I, I can't say for sure. No, it was, no, it was, it was, it was I okay. remember, I think that's part of the reason this game sticks out during that time period is because I think before that, mm-hmm. a lot of these games, especially Game Boy games, they're very linear. Like there's no room to kind of sure. go around and like do anything. Pokemon kind of being a little bit of an exception, um, but, uh, in terms of like that 3d element, um, <laughs> it was so exciting to like, kind of be able to like, I can kind of do whatever I want. Um, and I remember my, my best friend, uh, in preschool, Satya, or not oh. preschool, like lower school, um, also had the game. Um, so we both kind of got it at the same time and we'd get to like, we would play it. We'd, he'd play it at his house and I'd play at my house. But then he'd come over and we'd like play it together and he'd be like, oh, I just did this part. And so like there was like a bit of like both like kind of back and forth and like I'd go to his house. And this was the first game as well, um, which I don't know how many games Mm -hmm. this. I mean, there's always like secret uh, Easter eggs and stuff. I remember this had like hidden little like orbs that you could find that you kind Mm -hmm. of had to be a little like sneaky, like not sneaky about, but like they're like kind of hidden. Which, unf- I'd say, oh my I love the, it. <laughs> God, it's truly talking about it. It's bringing back all these memories. It's, it was the first game yeah. that I was like desperate to get every single uh-huh. time. Like that, com- that completionist <laughs> mentality, which I will say has maybe ruined my life be- of how many times like I'll kind of beat a game and I'll be like, all right, like... <laughs> I beat Breath of the oh Wild. Oh my gosh, you did it! Do I gotta it. go find all the Korok seeds? <laughs> and that's like the that's like the 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 peak of, of them all, like those nine hundred or whatever seeds. 
Exactly. And that was, I think it stemmed from Jack 3. Because I was, because also Satya was into it too. So like we would, we'd like comb through this thing and be like, I found one. Like, (laughs) thank God we got, like, we got the mystery one. And then everything changed when we went to GameStop together. And I remember for the first time I saw, there used to be books, like full books. That was the Jack (laughs) 3 walkthrough. And I remember my breath being taken away. I was like, it's all in there. Yeah. All the answers. Like this was before this like you could kind of just look of up on the internet. Guide still. Um, you know. Where is it? Yeah. And it's a usually a gorgeous book and there's like a bunch of backstory and like the, you know, good illustrations in there. But then it gives you like a, a walkthrough. And I remember we got it <laughs> and we like were losing our minds. Like yeah, we're like, truly. Oh God, it's all here. It's like we found like a treasure map. <laughs> um which now I'm, you know, it's there's always that sure. question of like, is it, is it cheating to like look at like you know like look at that or like whatever you know, but um, I remember it being wow. awesome and we were like we're finally gonna get all the precursor precursor orbs. Gosh, that's um, nuts. Um, yeah. Uh, Wild gosh, times. thank you for giving us first first diving in a little bit there and then also, um, oh, also what I did want to know is that I feel like I've I've read a little bit they they sort of get like banished in this game. Story-wise? Yeah, so it starts out Hell with yeah. a 15-minute like pre-story video of them getting banished to the wastelands sure. for... I, I must imagine Daxter's something Daxter's just like super too. horny. Um, again, haven't played it. Don't know anything about it. Do not know this story. <laughs> just okay. super horny. Jack's like... Doesn't say much, but does talk, um, which is... You know, you kind of get that in there. And yeah, you're in the wasteland. There's a bird. There's a bird monkey that I truly did not remember from the games. Uh, that that's like kind of around for a bit, um, and then you start out in the wasteland and eventually make your way back to the city. Um, to essentially the the I guess the plot of it is like there's these metal heads. I've literally just played through the whole game and I still sure. have a hard time trying to <laughs> grasp what exactly we were doing but it's uh you know there's like a there's some sort of dark alien that's like coming to the planet that's gonna cover it in dark eco and we have to go to the center of the earth find the light eco and shoot up into the um into like the dark being and and destroy it and then there's like you know some guy that was trying to get it amazing and then you fight him i feel like that gives us a pretty good idea um um yeah, yeah, thank you. So this this game That's kind when of it came story, out did yeah, receive positive reviews. Uh, critics praised the gameplay as well as the uh, as they called it at the time the immense story. It currently holds uh, an eighty five point three three percent approval rating on game rankings based on sixty one I think journal journal reviews. Um, GameSpot gave it a score of 8.6 out of 10, wow. saying Jack 3 is, an, is a game with exceptional production value and some of the nicest visuals on the PS2, which, you know, it's a Naughty Dog game, and they make, that's like their whole bread and butter now is making um, beautiful-looking games with the craziest production value. Um, and then the last thing I really wanted mm-hmm. to share was uh, was that it was succeeded in the series not by a fourth Jack game, but by Jack X combat racing now have you ever played that game okay i have not no 
Um, but uh, I was going to say, I think there's also... That's right. I think it's like a PS a Vita or PSP solo game. game. Yes. <laughs> For a PSP, Yes. My friend Satya had it, and we pl- I played it a little bit, but I don't I don't remember totally. it much, But I was like, wow, Baxter getting his... I was like yeah, kind of happy for the guy. I, you know, like, I do vague... Having his cre- like I said, spotlight. really not playing much of the series at all, I, I do remember that game coming out. Um, was there any you know important history and context about the <laughs> game itself that you feel like sharing before we dive further into your experience with it? Awesome. Um, the context of the game... It came with a poster. If you purchase the game, it came with a poster, and that Hell hung yeah. in my basement. Can Jack look so? Is, is it like the cover of the game, <laughs> like Jack looking badass? Um, it is, and he looks. Yeah, he looks. He looks pretty badass. He looks pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> so I remember thinking, and hey, my is, friend, this is what a cool guy you were right. Um, <laughs> well, you've started to give us a little peek into I was you know, right. a little bit of where this, what the space this game occupied in your life. But what I do want to know is, how, do you remember? Did did Satya have it, and then you became interested in it? How'd you get this game? I think it was we. We both were planning on getting mm-hmm. a video game. And usually we, because we played a lot of video games at each other's houses. And usually like the games I had, he didn't have. And like the games he had, I didn't have. So it's like, you know, you can kind of like, I had the Ratchet and Clank. So he'd come over and we'd play that. Um, and then he he was also the one who had kind of the more Call of Duty games. And like, you know, those like, yes, I, even absolutely. though I couldn't play that, my mom was like not under my roof. Kind out of, of sight, so out of like, mind. If it's happening over there, like <laughs> I'll turn my I'll turn my head okay. out of sight, out of mind. So he had a few of those games. He also had more like racing games. Um, but I remember we like were like we'll both get this game and like kind of we'll we'll be able to talk yeah. about it more and like uh, you know we'll both be able to play it. Do you um, know? Which, which oh, is sorry, I think go how ahead. We both got into it, um, and I think. Okay, cool. He'd played. I think he'd played. Gotcha. The that's how we get there. That's why I was going to so try like, to connect those game. dots a little bit. Okay, cool. And it was probably just like, hey, the third mm-hmm. one's coming out. Um, yeah. Why not? He look again, badass guy on the cover. How could exactly, exactly? How could you say no? That's that's cool. Uh, I yeah, love too that cool. you know for a while it was almost looks like cool. you uh, you supplemented each other's uh, game collections. Well, job well done by you two. Um, you get twice so, the library. So exactly. you uh, <laughs> you get the game. You two, you got to talk about it a little already. You two were sort of playing through it at the time. What do you remember? Like, but we talked about the car hijacking earlier, the stealing. What else did you love about the game? What sticks out mm-hmm. to you? I remember thinking it was mm-hmm. it was. Um, well, definitely the collecting was, it was so novel, okay. I think, at the time. It was kind of almost like catching Pokemon. Yes. Um, which which is the the origin of all gaming. Um, but uh, playing through it again, it's either unbelievably <laughs> easy or unbelievably difficult. Even now, there's some stuff uh-huh. that requires like, I wouldn't say frame perfect <laughs> jumping, but pretty close. Like, <laughs> and I remember, and he was playing it now and like dying and like yes. seeing the dot, like the 
the uh, mission failed screen. I think it was one of the first games where like it was actually a challenge. Like there were like, there were certain portions that were (laughs) so unbelievably difficult. Even now I was like, this is hard. Like this is, this is like, there's one. And I think it's, it's also hard in the sense of like uh, any of like, like Mario Odyssey or like Breath of the Wild, Mm -hmm. like there's hard portions of the game certainly um absolutely the controls feel seamless Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like running around everything feels right (laughs) playing this game nothing feels right Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like you the moving the camera and like the jumping like you have to kind of you it's it's so unfluid sometimes like doing a long jump you can just kind of fall off yes. if you like don't time it correct like you like roll yes. off if you don't time the like roll to jump off which kind of like like it, mm-hmm. other games these days like you just kind of like it like it's fluid it's i don't know how else to say it, but like it just works wow and this one if you're just a couple frames off oh bam, you roll off you die that's so brutal it's funny because this game falls like, no. you know they're no they were getting into <laughs> Uh, sort of, uh, uh, I guess, improving 3D platforming at this point. But still, you know, it's 2004, so, like, even the way the camera moves in some mm-hmm. games from back then, like, they had that extra stick, but it doesn't feel intuitive or how it is today. No. No, 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 no. Not at all. Even, I there's a... By the end, I certainly had kind of, like, mastered the moving the camera. But even there's, like, a point where you're kind of, like, controlling this drone thing. And the way I ended up beating the level was I just <laughs> held my finger on the trigger. But I couldn't see anything. Like, uh-huh. I, I've i watched enough now, like, also kind of some speed running videos and stuff. And I'm, like, you know, I I kind of understood, like, oh, there's just ways you can beat games yes. without, like, having to, like, really beat it. But like the camera on this drone thing, you couldn't see anything. Like it was impossible to move it around. I can't imagine what the developers were like. You you really got to aim it. But if yeah. you just kind of hold your finger on the trigger and just kind of let the drone go, you're pretty much okay till the end. Your life kind of goes all the way down, but you're able to make it through. But I I like kept losing and losing. I was like, it's just impossible. I don't feel. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that feeling where you're like, ah, I didn't do it. Yeah. You know, like, oh, if I had just done this, I would have gotten Yeah, this absolutely. Like, I, don't even know I think that that reminds me of <laughs> sometimes playing a game where, like, you, um, the, the solution or the, the puzzle is like the solution in the sense that, like, you can see the thing in front of you, whether it's like Mario Odyssey or whatever, and you're like, I know that there's a way I can get across it. I just haven't figured it out, and I will. And then there's times where you're like, I'm pretty positive mm-hmm. I know what yes. to do and it's still not working. Is is that sort of what it feels like? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. It's like, it truly is like, I don't know how else to describe it, but like, it's, it just feels like it's, you know, the, 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 the amount of precision that you now it's like it's like if you're kind of mm-hmm. like precise in what you do, you'll see the goal. 
Whereas, or you'll see like the outcome, but like in this one, it's like, it didn't even yes. matter if you were precise I, or not. It's just like not going to My parents would make fun of me because I would be playing games. And when stuff like that would happen, I would say, uh, it's not fair. And they would get mad at me. And, but then now growing up, looking at some of these older games, I feel very justified where it's like, oh no, like it's just either not good game design sometimes, or it's artificially difficult to pad the length of the game. Yeah. Some. I don't, I never know which is which, but goodness, that's, that's really funny to hear. So, um, you were even replaying it now, sort of coming up against some similar things. Wow. Yes. Yes. Like very much so. There's this like poor, there, there also, I, so many like kind of like mini game missions. Like there's like a Pac-Man portion. There was certainly Uh like an arcade kind of like House of the Dead style part of it, which it, all of it was super fun. Um, but there's one where you're just kind of like in this um, like little uh, hover car going down this tunnel <laughs> and things are moving so fast at you and you have to like kind of follow the blue arrows, but it's not clear whatsoever. Like even me trying to think, all right, I got to follow the blue arrows. It's not clear. And you just can like hit a wall at any point. Mm-hmm. And there's also, you got to be shooting like the like bombs that, that show up. And I'm like, for me to now, the way I got through it eventually was like, I was just like, again, I f- held my finger on the trigger, which doesn't feel mm-hmm. like that's the kind of thing of like, yes. imagine three balloons pop up and you have to shoot each balloon. That feels good. Imagine a hundred balloons pop up and you just put your finger on the trigger and, and go crazy on the toggle. And then if you get all no, hundred in all. like 10 seconds, yes. you win. But I'm like, I didn't feel skillful in that. Yeah. I felt lucky. I felt like I made it out. Um, and that's what this felt like. It's like, all right, I got lucky this time and made it through the mission as opposed to randomly hitting a wall that's coming at me at a speed that was like truly I imagine my do you little think boy that, eyes um, could barely you know, register experiencing this now maybe you even felt a little of that when you were a kid i i don't know for sure but do you think that what kept bringing you back to it even with these sort of almost near roadblocks was was the fun of the game or do you know what it was i think it was the yeah. fun of the game i also think i i enjoyed the challenge and like being like oh, i gotta and it's the kind of thing of you know if i'm able to do it and then my brother's gonna <laughs> do it and he can't i'm like i've done this one a hundred times i know exactly like i could do this one at this point with my eyes closed and i can kind of show off and show him how it's done um but yeah i've rarely i think quit sure. games because they're i'm like it's too hard i'm like if it's too hard i'm like even if it's again, it's not mm-hmm. a a skill factor. It's can't, just like can't this give is up tough. Almost, I'm like, all right, bring um, it. <laughs> bring it up. Um, any other like game specific yeah. stuff that you really that you were like, oh, this is something I want to touch on before I maybe get into more of the context. Hmm. <coughs> For Jack Three. Um. No, I feel I feel like. The, I, I truly remembered not much of it other than like in, even the game specific stuff other than I had so much fun playing it. Like, sure. like that experience stayed with me and so little of the actual content stayed with me. Mm-hmm. Um, other than again, yes. finding those orbs, the fucking <laughs> peacemaker. 
Yes. <laughs> yippee yippee kaye. And Goodness. stealing those cars. Nothing else carried over. Um, but all of those were. Yes. It's that can be fun. I've had a few games growing memory. up that I also maybe, I mean, I don't know how many times you played this growing up that I, for whatever reason, don't like, I remember the feeling and the experience, but the contents are new and are there. Those are a mystery. It can be so much fun to dump into one of those again and have that almost be like you're watching a movie for the first time again. Gosh. Um, well, so I do want to get exactly. into more of the context. Exactly. You said that you and it was Satya, right? So you and your friend Satya, uh, take me into yes, like yes, yes. at each of your homes. Maybe let's start with yours. I want to know like where was the game? Where was the PS2 set up? It's like, give me that environment. All right, let me let me break it down for you. So we have so we had the basement. Yes. Two couches kind of in like an L in like a you get kind of like a corner. Two couches. <laughs> you have the yes. TV, Jack 3 poster right there. Um and you know, it's always so Satya comes over, he says, "Hello Mrs. Uh-huh. Vestekian." Uh kind of like you got to be super polite to mom. Uh, oh. and then we'd like, you know, drop our school bags if it's Friday. Because uh, I, I lived pretty close to school, so my mom would either be able to pick us up um, or when we got a little bit older, we were able to walk home. Um, and we'd like rush downstairs, oh. boot up the game. And then like dinner would be like, you know, like two hours in. We'd go up and we'd go back down. And then like at seven o'clock, because mm-hmm. we're yeah. kids, it's like, all right, like it's evening. <laughs> it's practically bedtime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm like, please, please. Um, and there was like a nice, there was a, really? my grandfather was a rug maker uh in lebanon yeah um he had, a, he had a rug factory and so there was a nice big rug big like persian or uh, armenian hell rug. yeah um and there's also a big bean bag kind of in the center as well so you could do couch couch or bean yeah. bag and if satya and i were playing my brothers might like come and hang out and just walk in fact they're lucky to Obviously, be down there not they're not playing when Satya's over. Maybe. In fact, they're lucky to be down there and I didn't kick them out. Yeah. Um, but that was the setup at my house. And then at okay. Satya's house, it was a similar basement. This was in they're New pretty Jersey. Special. So basements are plenty. You know, in California, a basement's a bit, of, they're pretty special if you, if you find one. But you kind of get to his house. I say, hi, Mrs. Sinha. She says, hi, dude. Yes. I like say, you know, I, I, I make sure I'm a polite boy. Uh, and then we would go into his basement. I remember also we would, uh, I'm sure we did this at, uh, in, at my house as well, mm-hmm. but I remember it more clearly at his. We'd also like play with action figures and like uh, he had this like cool, like kind of space car that we'd like kind of like. Yeah. get in and like run around the basement in. and then be like, all right, like let's boot up the video games. And I remember he had, it was wow. more like a theater style. Like there was like four big Dang. theater chairs with cup holders and the screen would come down. That's awesome. So we could really, uh, were, uh, either of these places there. was there, was were like snacks yeah. involved. I always love to talk about the snacks if they were. The snacks. Um, I remember, Mm-hmm. I I remember Mrs. Sinha's food sure, always fair, being fair. good, but I'm no snacking memory <laughs> comes to mind. My mom for <laughs> sure 
was like no food in the basement. No food in the basement. No food also in the living that room. way. Like it food can is be for the monitored, you want a snack, and you're just you not like sneaking whatever you want down there. Exactly. Also, these are all rules that by the time oh, my yeah. youngest brother was in, you know, like in middle school and high school, these are out the window. He's living a life of luxury. He's getting a pizza, going downstairs, getting crazy. Um, <laughs> it's living the life of luxury. Um, and I mm-hmm. feel like Satya's house was similar because, again, no mm-hmm. snacking memory comes to mind. But I remember she made fantastic Indian food. And like, I'd always be like, this is so good. Yes. Um, but it seemed always like we would mm-hmm. we'd go upstairs, we'd sit, and you'd 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 have the food and you'd make polite conversation and be very <laughs> grateful. And my mom's always like, make sure you thank Mrs. Sinha for everything. And I was like, Yes, mom, yes. Absolutely. I'll make That's, good um, by your face. You know, it's like funny I, being I kids that yeah. um were were raised with uh, that su- such a um stress on on the on manners and stuff. And it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what? I actually am glad about that, at least personally, because it's like, you know, that that was probably nice for for mm-hmm. his mom to have like you be so polite and at least do your brief due diligence and engage. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. At a cert- at some point, I thought that was the only way because Satya was very similar. I think it was shocking when it's like. <laughs> I remember going to like yes. to a friend's house and like I didn't see their parents anywhere. Like, yeah, really. Whatever. And I was like, "What's happening? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, like kind of being like, like dinner happened and like I think like I'm trying to remember this was at Daniel Seitz of house and we just had dinner like like by <laughs> ourselves. Like I think he ordered. Can you something. do this? Like, what is <laughs> happening right yeah. now? Like it's. A sh- <laughs> Can you do this? It's like this guy's an adult and I'm. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, um, thank you for indulging me on like yeah. the food and the, and the setting. Crazy. Um, crazy sort times. of like taking us back to, uh, you know, this being a game that you and Satya would play both on your own and then together. Do you have any, um, maybe specific memories are tough to come up with, but if you have one, mm-hmm. feel free to bring it up. But if there's any sort of like uh, any more you wanted to dive in there or any, anything that really that's coming to mind, I'd love to hear about it. For Jack 3, I think it's awesome. pretty much it. Um, I feel like I've covered my bases here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it's each game has like, you know, it has its time in oh. the sun. I'm sure it wasn't long before Battlefront was out and, you know, we were yes. we were out there on uh, on Hoth duking it out, you know. Uh, <laughs> Jedi, that was a huge that. game for us as well. That We played that one a cool. lot. Cool. Um, oh, I love but, it. Well, well, yeah. Artoon, thank you for a special place. Um, indulging me on my questions about this game and sort of the place it held in your life. Um, but I, I do have a couple of uh, fun uh, end of show segments uh, prepared for you. The first of which is, of course, uh, the fact it. me by your game segment. And this is just where I'm going to share a couple fun facts I found about the game with you. Um Sometimes these can be, it can be like development history. It can be an Easter egg. Um, it could be a secret. Um, so that's kind of what we're getting into. The first one, um, this is an Easter egg. Um, and, uh, and this I got from the website videogameeastereggs.com. So um, in Haven City, um, you can go to, this is basically just like instructions that I ripped from like 
a website, but you can go to basically the west side of the map near this like waterfront <laughs> area uh-huh. um, where the, I guess there's like a transport to the desert. Um, and if you make sure that you don't pass the area, the metalheads have taken oh, yeah. over. You can use the the light jack flight glitch, which I guess is where you can hit X and O repeatedly. Did you know about this glitch at all? Well, you're gonna. Uh, no. I, know I you guess can, it exists. I know you can fly, but I, apparently, I, if you I didn't hit X and O repeatedly, you can use it to fly <laughs> behind the wall. And behind the wall, there's like this casual looking box. And if you jump him, again, this just really feels like I'm reading a roadmap here. Um, if you jump Jack on top of the box and position the camera so like you can see inside, like uh, you've probably like used a camera in games and you're like, oh, it's behind a wall and I'm seeing into this room. Sort of a similar thing. And there you can see a picture of mm-hmm. some of the game's developers. It's like this really grainy photo. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I feel like it's kind of not unheard of to Whoa. hear developers put stuff like this in games, but um, <laughs> this one you really had to work for, apparently. Um, uh-huh. The second one I have uh, for you is about the is about the buggies in this game, and I called this one Inspired Buggies. So... Developed with a budget of $10 million, the Jack 3 dev team at Naughty Dog wanted to expand on the themes and ideas of the first two games in the trilogy. So many aspects of those games were expanded on uh, and adding uh, added a great deal of variety and objectives and also gameplay options. The team also took inspiration from outside sources, including the video game Smuggler's Run, which I have never played, um, but it's from Rockstar. It's like a dune buggy racing game there's probably more vehicles but this is where they mm-hmm. got the idea for the to include the buggy it was it's funny hearing you share about the pac-man portion it seems like they were sort of like inspired to have like a bunch of stuff like this <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they took from everything um, i love it i'm so i'm playing with full uh, or i'm playing the game it takes two right now have you heard of this game at all from the last year so it's a it's a strictly a co-op game for PlayStation. So. You can either play it on PS4 or PS5. But PJ McCormick uh, has been staying with me for the last week uh, as he moved back and he he found an apartment. But we wanted to play something. So that game has like sort of a similar thing going on where every level is like feels like it's a different genre of video game. Like we just sort of did like a what felt like a Star Fox part. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um I love it. Oh, absolutely! It's and that's like fun, totally right? what it's this like, feels like. It's um, kind of like more games. Anyway, that is the end of the fact. <laughs> me by your game segment. I will uh, lead us into the game recommendations. And this cartoon is my one forced tie-in to the movie "Call Me by Your Name," where I'm going to treat Jack Three like your passionate summer love <laughs> and try to recommend you uh, a new uh, romantic uh, partner or whatever, however you want to look at it. So. So these could be, you know, you've probably had friends in your life, maybe Ooh, even yourself oh, at wow. some point. You know, when you end a relationship and you date someone new, you've maybe seen someone and it's been like, oh, that person is exactly the same as their last significant other or, whoa, it's a big rebound, didn't see that coming. So these are sort of based on that. Um, the first <laughs> that I have for you is if, Artoon, you really want another third in a platformer series starring a lovable duo I'll recommend to you Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, which was on the Xbox 360. Do you know the that series at all? 
Yes. I only know of Banjo and Kazooie through the new Smash. Um, but I'm also, I feel like I remember. Yeah, it's, it's definitely um, gets a lot uh, of flack as the worst in the series because it was also the first two were on the N64. They're, they definitely feel like just very, very similar games. And this one is less uh, loved uh, in retrospect, but, but that's your third one. So that's what you're getting today. Um, the second for you is that uh, if you <laughs> want a platformer from another developer like Naughty Dog, whose focus turned very serious, uh, I'll recommend to you Sly Cooper for the PS2. Ooh. Oh, 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 nice game. Uh, this is a this is a pass fling for me. I, I love um, it. Hey, returning so to I'm a pass fling we, is uh, you know, can be, the can be educational sometimes. <laughs> Uh, that's wonderful. And then lastly, it could be educational. Uh, is that if you're sick of Jack wow. and you just want to open your eyes, I'll recommend a game called Knack. Not sure if you know this game. So this game is actually famous for being like a PS4 launch game that nope. bombed hard. Um, but it's a platformer that an action game that rhymed with Jack. So I figured I'd recommend it. You are so welcome. Uh, that'll bring us to the end of the oh, game recommendations. So and in much. fact, that will bring us to uh, the end of the show. So um, before we go, Artoon, I just wanted to say uh, thanks again for doing this. I really appreciate you taking the time. This was a blast. Um, w- on your way out, is there anything course, you'd like to plug? Anything that's coming out? Any social stuff? Um, you can follow me on all socials. I believe now I'm at Artoon Cartoon. Yes. Artoon spelled A-R-T-O-U-N Cartoon normally. Oh, um, baby. And I'm on I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter. Get I'm in all of it. Um and then of course uh November, Ghostbusters Afterlife Excuse is coming me? out. Uh you oh might see my gosh, are you serious, dude? Maybe a small scene. That's incredible. I don't know if this is something that like um, our friends know, but this serious. is news to me, and that's incredible. Um, so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have a small scene, um, and so check it out. Uh, should be should I've heard it's a good movie. Okay. I've not seen and, it, you know, but I've with heard your it's involvement, good regardless, probably even better. Um, my time. That's my incredible. I'll be sure to at least include um, links <laughs> to your remember. social so that people can just click it, so they're not going to make any spelling mistakes. They they don't even have to do it. I'll make it easy. Um, well, I'll close this out Whew. with some plugs of my own. So thanks again. Um, the cover art for Call Me by Your Game is of course done by Glenn J. You can find him and all of his wonderful other pieces on Instagram at at Glenn with two N's dot J A Y. This show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You should check out his show. Video games, a comedy show, a roundtable style show that releases every week. It streams on Fridays and drops on Mondays. You should, of course, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash supernpcradio, where we have a monthly uh, co-op version of my show that releases at our DJ Toad tier. Um, the one that will be coming out is actually going to be on It Takes Two, a game I just uh, referenced. Um, and lastly, you can follow me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe and on Twitch, because I sometimes I stream there at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. Keep an eye out for my Zelda streams Sunday nights. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of call me by your game. We will see you on the next one. <laughs>